it's not even Wednesday. Oh, wait, it's Wednesday. It is Wednesday. So <laughs> we've, um, this is Monday and Tuesday are cruel and evil. And Wednesday, Thursday, Friday are traitors days. But what are we going to do next week? <sighs> Sleep. I just... I'm not speaking to you for a week next week. Excuse me, darling. It's your birthday party next week. <laughs> it is. It's me birthday party because I turned 30 over the oh, weekend. Oh, we bloody <laughs> it was, go. It was my birthday and um, I had lots of birthday. I tell you what, I did have a dicky stomach, actually. We on spoke me- about it. Another one. Another one. You want to get a colonic done, darling. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it could be IBS because I went to Nando's. I love Nando's, not had it in years. And then I had a dicky You're looking stomach. for a spawn, ain't you? You're looking for a Nando's spawn, which, to be honest, I'm not going to be mad at. <laughs> and then I had a dicky stomach the day after, and I think it's because I had the medium sauce. I'll tell you what, bro, I'm not going to lie. I've had a bit of a dicky stomach this week as well. Really? If you had those ski yogurts? No, I'll tell you what it is. I went to Greg's and I had a chicken and jalapeno pizza. Oh, and, yeah, I just haven't been the same ever since, to it's, be honest. Do you think it's norovirus? Look, I don't know what it is, but... <laughs> but help. Please help. <laughs> this is turning into, um, like, a really horrible podcast now. We just stopped talking about our toilet habits. <laughs> Let's not call it Fancy Another Pod. Let's call it Fancy, fancy a another, Stomach. Fancy Another Poo. <laughs> <laughs> now, look, we are doing... we. It's Wednesday. It is. We don't do this on a Wednesday. Mm. Very special episode. It is. Uh, so it's going to be less of us chatting with each other and more of us chatting with Mother Her Royal Highness. <laughs> Look, we've uh, we've invited a load of people. A load of people are coming to this event. Should we get into it? Yeah, let's, let's get do the, it. Let's get the good dishes out. Pour the fizzy rosé. <laughs> let's get started, darling. Welcome to a very special service to... Diane. (laughs) (laughs) Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to uh, commemorate the life and the times of Mother Diane. Fancy another pod with Bally Singh and Brett Harris, a Galia original podcast. Joining us on the show, fresh from the traitors, that brutal burying. Give it up for Diane, everyone! You look, you look pretty good for a dead woman. <laughs> yeah, well, to be fair, that's, I think that describes me quite well. You could probably say that quite a lot about me, really. She looks good, <laughs> you know. Pissy Rose, I was always going to be the death of me, sadly. <laughs> Worst hangover ever. <laughs> ever, yeah. Uh, and I am pretty awful hangovers. Oh, <laughs> uh, Diane, we need to know, um, what was it like watching back your funeral procession that you were leading? <laughs> well, we d- we are from a family of actors, so um, I'm not sure that everybody would have coped with that, but we've seen a lot of pomp and drama and atmosphere. My um, son was blown up on a ship. Um, my my brother son-in-law was mowed down by a van. Um, my daughter's <laughs> been in a coffin, and um, my <laughs> This sounds very much like the Katie Price excuses thing that she's making on this <laughs> oh, morning. No, <laughs> and you know, even Ross made a movie where somebody was poisoned by a snake and was hanging off a ceiling. You know, so, um, so we... you were ready. You were. This was your moment. You were like, right, <laughs> this is my moment to shine. This was my moment to actually I have to say. My sister said to me, she, uh, "Well." 
I'm not sure how to take this. She said to me when she realized I was going in, she said something along the lines of, oh, well, maybe, Diane, this is your time to shine. And I went, actually, I shine all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Um, How does it feel now? I do feel like, Diane, you have become a gay icon. How does that feel? (laughs) Well, I didn't really know what that meant, so I had to check that, first of all, because I've never thought of myself as an icon. I'm very flattered. I think it's uh, very funny because for all the reasons that I am this icon, they're all the reasons that my kids have been driven mad by me as their mother. <laughs> so for me, it's fabulous. It's sort of like, I'm validated at last. So it's not only your moment to shine as an actress, but your moment to shine as a mother as well. And that's what a lot of people on Twitter are calling you, mother. Do you know what that yeah. term means? And have you seen that term been thrown around? No, well, I do know I've been called that, but I wasn't really sure what it meant. But oddly enough, the little Instagram thing that I had, because my daughter sort of manages Instagram for me with my inputs, and we have a lot of laughs about it, but I only ever had an Instagram account so as I could follow Ross and follow my um, uh, stepdaughter. She does skincare online. Um, and then I posted about four, two photos of races I'd done because I was quite proud of the results. But my Instagram was account was Diane, a.k.a. mum, because I only ever wanted to be a mum. That was my ambition, to be a mum. <laughs> so, so there you it's, go. It's like you kind of thought about it and thought, one day I will be known as Mother <laughs> Diane to everyone <laughs> worldwide. Weird. But very flattering, as I said. <laughs> <laughs> we need to talk about the gameplay of Traitors. You were straight out of the traps, Diane, and you had your eyes on different players. Uh, did you think that that might have contributed towards uh, your downfall, uh, for, well, your towards your murder? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I only went on to prove to my kids that I could do this sort of thing because we were, I hadn't watched last year's uh, series, but they all had, and we were together at Christmas and I watched the last episode of last series with them. And I said, this looks like fun. I could do this. And they went, no, you couldn't. You're far too opinionated. You're far too loud. You need to be able to blend into the background. And that wouldn't happen. And then one of them flippantly sent me an application form. So then I decided, do you know what? I'm going to have a go at this. Um, and my whole, my whole aim was to, well, I didn't think I'd get on, to be fair. So I was going to show them my little audition tape on my phone and say, like, I had a go. But I just kept getting through the rounds. And then my whole aim was to be quiet about it, not tell anybody. And then I'd just pop up on TV. Naively hadn't considered the publicity behind all of this. So, <laughs> I, need uh, to, um, I need to ask, where did Ross come into this? Did um, you ask him or did he a- apply for the show as well? Or three, I got through about, I'd say, three quarters of the rounds. And they said, would one of your children like to take part? Oh, and we're all great players but my daughter and my other son have got children and um and they were you know both moving house as well so I thought you know what I'll not mention it to them I'll ask Ross because he is I mean he's big work commitments but he doesn't have children he doesn't have a family and then he well first of all he said no I am not having you telling me what to do on the nation you know publicly and I said (laughs) but I'll be telling what to do so there'll be no difference um and then he was just persuaded so he just had to go with me yeah it was just a laugh really that's it, it seemed we... like it even when you were yeah. like talking to each other and ev- with everyone not knowing you were related about the roasts i thought that was hilarious that was so funny to watch well i'm glad you thought it was hilarious <laughs> Let me... 
not coming back for a Sunday roast. <laughs> <laughs> and what, what's it like with with home with the rest of your family? How they took to it with all the sudden attention and the fame that you and Ross have got. Do, do any of your other kids feel a bit left out? Um. Well. How, what do you want to say about this? Well, my son, so my family didn't know anything about it at all. My husband had my phone when I, so my husband didn't even know about it. What happened when I was having a, an audition, like an interview on the phone, my phone Bluetoothed into his car. So he heard one of the rounds, he heard some of the questions. So he knew it was on the traitors, but I would have told him anyway. So my daughter, my husband was left with my phone and he pretended to be me, which is very naughty, but he texted, he replied to texts on my behalf. And all I said was my daughter might want to get, she's like our mother hen of the whole family. She's very caring, big heart. I said, if she can't get to speak to me, she might get upset. So that's when she found out when I was in the castle and then she told her hubby. And then my eldest boy, who's the actor, did not know until the day before the first episode went up. <laughs> and that was because his sister-in-law saw a photograph of the lineup of the contestants and texted him and said, sent him the photo and I said and said, There's a woman on this series of traitors that looks like your mom. And, and I he remember, looked at him God. Yeah. Yes, good God. So I think because they've been able, because I'm not on Twitter and TikTok, they, I think they've taken it upon themselves to send me all the silly memes and pictures and things. And I did say to him, actually, I said to my son, do you know what? Next time you challenge me, be very careful of the consequences. <laughs> and then he laughed and he said, actually, mom, this is completely surreal. I did not expect, you know, the public attention and everything. So it's just funny. And yeah. it's lovely. We can now all share it together as a family. Look, Honestly, we, it's been amazing. We need to talk about the reaction to you post-traitors because there's a little appearance on this morning uh, that's gone slightly viral. Um, <laughs> dropping the S-bomb, Diane. Did you just forget yourself for a minute? Well, if I said I'm from Ireland and this is absolutely... I love being from Ireland. I am Irish through and through, but we do use bad language as a way it's not meant to be offensive um coming to england i've had to knock that on the head and also slow down how i speak um and but very occasionally when i'm excited i forget and it's not meant to be offensive obviously yep not great doing it all <laughs> morning tv and having watched it back i can see that i wasn't even aware that i had done that so yeah my daughter Oh my God. And she said, Mom, it's just made you more iconic. I said, Oh, <laughs> God. Anyway, yeah, I wasn't mad. Well, I mean, Diane, you're free to drop any S bombs, F bombs well, you like on here. That's good. Oh, yeah. And we need to talk about when you got into there straight away, before any traitors were even chosen. You were gunning for Anthony. <laughs> straight away, you were like, He's a traitor. No one had even been picked. <laughs> Well, to be very honest now, you know, um, I do think that there can be a bit of trolling on, um, you know, social media and stuff. And, and I'm not a great fan of people that get on to be very negative about things. Um, I think it's, it's amazing when it's used for fun and supporting and loving each other. I think social media is amazing for that. I have definitely been called a few things for that. Now, you did not see exactly what happened at that round table. So absolutely, he wouldn't let me in the line. Not happy about that. But 
hours after the traitors had been picked. And I do say this at the round table, but because it sort of happened off camera, uh, it was it wasn't broadcast. And he went and had a word with Sonia, Ash and Meg while we were standing in a holding room ready to go to the round table. And we weren't supposed to be speaking, one. And two, I always thought Ash was a traitor and this actually was before we were picked. I thought Ash thought she would make a really good traitor. That was totally gut feeling feelings. But as you know, I didn't mention her at the beginning because traitors hadn't been picked. So I was going to keep that quiet. But in my head, I thought she was a traitor. So he spoke to Ash. One, Ash, I thought was a traitor. Two, he's not supposed to be speaking. So again, we've got bad, faithful behavior. And, uh, and he didn't like me looking at him while he was chatting to people. So those were the other reasons. I didn't just go gunning for, for Anthony because he'd been rude or, or wouldn't let me in the line or whatever. Anyway, Anthony and I are absolutely fine now. I just want to put it out there. I, 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 I get that because on the show, I wasn't a fan of him. But then when we spoke to him, I was like, oh, you're really lovely and charming. So... I think exactly. a lot of it is down to the edit and the way that the story Absolutely. Is. And also, bearing in mind, you're just in there and you don't know these people. The only mm. person I knew was Ross. Yeah. And so you have to go on anything you can at that stage, you know. Um, but they did, I mean, and I was a bit, oh, well, I didn't just pick him because, you know, he wouldn't let me in the line. There were other reasons as well. Um, but as I said, we're all fine now and it's not an issue. Good. Diane, okay. your, your gameplay, the way you figure it out, I'm almost gutted that you weren't a traitor. Would you, if you were to play it again, would you want to be a traitor? And how, out of the cast, who would you pick to come on side with you? Well, there are a couple of things with this. First of all, being quite opinionated and um, direct, I suppose, to go in and hope that everybody's going to like you immediately is difficult. And I am always just myself. So what you see is what you get, as if you haven't figured that out anyway. So I think for me going in, because you know that I was um, voted for a few times and then I went to that on that sort of three level round table, which was really hard. Um, and I think that I was always going to be voted for because I don't naturally go in and love everybody. That's not who I am. I, I make, you know, judgment, not judgments, but I assess people and then you go towards your gang, you know, you go towards your group. So I think I needed to establish myself first before I could ever have been a, a traitor. And then because I met some glorious people there, I mean, Molly, what a, a young woman she is. And Cara was so fierce. And Johnny has an amazing story. I love Tracy and Eve. We were my gang. Look how Jazz could work out traitors, although he didn't push it hard enough. There were some absolutely amazing people there. And I did say, sadly, to Miles that I could never have got rid of these lovely people. Um, so I, what I said to him was I could never be a traitor. So I think for me, I had to go in and establish who I was. And people sort of actually thought I was okay, <laughs> despite being opinionated and so on and so forth. I had to get my, I think all faithful should get a group together, actually, that like and support them and you trust. I know it's hard to do that, but if you go on gut feeling, you should be okay with that. Mm -hmm. So I think I needed to establish myself first. And then the more of us that were taken out, I actually did think those fuckers are taking us out. So <laughs> I could definitely get them out. But that, but, but my, my fate had been sealed by them because Miles knew I could never be recruited because as 
said that to him. Obviously, he reported that back to the traders. And if I was going in as a trader, I would definitely want Ross on my side and probably Harry because I think he's playing an amazing game. And I would like Jazz on my side because he is quite astute. But Jazz needs people to fight and, and push forward his opinions. Mm. But he's he was able to work out things. So that's who I would take as my traitors. Well, no Definitely. pressure on Ross because he's got the weight of the gaze on his shoulder now, <laughs> avenging your yeah. death. <laughs> I know. I know he has. But let's hope he flags up flies that flag for us, you know? Oh, I hope so. Speaking of uh, things flying, uh, and now that you're a solidified gay icon, can we see you doing like PAs at the flying handbag down the road in Blackpool? Well, I have been asked to do various things, so I'm definitely up for chatting and, and doing all that. I'm not, I'm not so sure I'm a glitzy person, um, so I'm not sure about going clubbing. I was saying to somebody recently that I actually got a parking fine in our local supermarket because I was in the cafeteria chatting so much <laughs> that um, I went at three hour limit. So I can definitely go and chat. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Well, Diane, uh, Sophie Alice Bexter is performing at Birmingham Pride this year, and I have started a little rumor that you'll be joining her on stage. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, think, I think that would be incredibly camp you with a fizzy rosé dancing to murder on the dance floor loads of people in the crowd loving every second I think I think it's possible well, I might have to have I might have to have a few fizzy rosés before I did that <laughs> look we'll, we'll be there so if you do end up coming you've got two familiar faces so there you go <laughs> well, at breakfast time yeah what was your go-to meal at breakfast croissants love croissants but sadly i will be very honest if you got on late it got in late you weren't you weren't having a chance of a hot drink because it was quite tepid <laughs> would be my go-to every time diane you've been absolutely amazing we've <laughs> loved watching you you've been brilliant give it up for diane everyone Woo! thank you thanks a lot Fancy another pod with Bally Singh and Brett Harris, a Gaylia original podcast. Oh, Diane. Oh, look. Uh, <laughs> that was a lovely service. It was. What was most iconic is before we had that chat with Di um, for her funeral, which is a little bit strange even saying, <laughs> is that uh, she said, sorry, won't be a minute. Um, I'm just putting my lipstick on and she held the mirror iconic. up to the camera to put a lippy on. Iconic. I'm so glad I got a picture of that because that is... I, I mean, I, I'm speaking like I'm, I've known the woman years, but that was classic <laughs> Diane. <laughs> You've seen her in six hours of television. <laughs> classic mother. <laughs> God, you know what Di's like. Oh, not our Di. I... <laughs> no, you know what? She is just as I thought she would be. She's up for a laugh. Mm. She's very on board with the memes. And I'm so glad because we asked her permission if we were allowed to post. Um, the funeral service notice. She was like, yeah, fuck it, go on. What a hun. I don't know if it's whether or not she's a hun or whether or not she's just given in. She's, <laughs> she's just done. She it's had like, one meme too. There's too many memes. She's just over it now. Most people lean in. She was like, I'm getting into the coffin. Fuck <laughs> it. Fancy another pod with Bally Singh and Brett Harris. A Gaylia original podcast. Right, we done that. <laughs> I didn't know whether you wanted to stop or not. I was like, what are you doing? Right, see you Sunday. <laughs> Probably. <laughs>
I've had enough of you and your shit. <laughs>